Okay. Hi, guys. Welcome to today's edition of Startup Couches. On the couch, I have Bien. Bien is the CEO of Let's Reinvent. Welcome to the couch, Bien. Thank you so much. Um, pleasure to be here. And uh, hello to you, Lotana. Thanks for the invite. Yeah. So on Startup Couches, what we do is we sit on the couch with amazing people who are building great products like yourself, Bien. Um, talk about the product, talk about the product journey and the impact these products are making on our communities. So heading right into the conversation, um, what is Let's Reinvent and how does it all work? Sure. Well, Let's Reinvent is a startup with a social mission, which is to positively change the world through digital technology, um, sustainability, inclusivity, and arts and culture. And in the past three years, we have only really delivered programs and products that are um, digital and they are specifically for young people aged between 16 to 25. And recently, we have partnered up with various organizations such as British Council and um, WWF UK in promoting um, like youth programs uh, within the environmental action space and also promoting cross-cultural collaborations. And so right now, we have produced online courses um, and also uh, a VR art exhibition and ebooks to display the artworks and um, also thought leadership of young people to really see um, the world in a different perspective and instill optimism that you know we can make the world a better place and the young people actually have the skills, have the potential, have the power to change it the way they see fit. Yeah, I think that's actually really, really amazing. Um, um, I I like the focus being on young people as change makers because I think that is an actual great um, assumption to have that young people are actually the ones that would change things, um, especially things that are not going as, as as well as we want them to in our society. Yeah. So that's actually really, really amazing. Um, so very, very curious here. Um, how did how did this company start? How did you how did you know what's the founding story of Lester Event? Well, um, well, I did not come from an entrepreneurial background, and in fact, I am far from being an entrepreneur growing up. Um, I guess my background was into, I would say, like civil service or public service. I really love making a difference in people's lives. I've worked in the military, I've worked in you know the corporate sector, I've worked in NGOs. Um, and so I saw you know the pros and cons and also um, how robust the entrepreneurial community has become in resolving the challenges of the world. Not to say that you know um, the existing institutions, i.e. the government or um, you know, like established organizations cannot solve the problem, but the startup community has become very effective in disrupting, you know, the way we live, the way um, we we bridge the gap, um, you know, in terms of 
the opportunities, especially to those who were historically underrepresented. I think the spark really began um, when I moved here to the UK four years ago and I was delivering um, debate um, educational programs for young people um, here in, uh, in London and I just felt that I was training them to become empowered and also to become employees and I just felt like it's a loss of tremendous potential for them to actually feel that they ha- they are the key in resolving the challenges that we are facing and so the next role that I got into was um program managing an accelerator program for various entrepreneurs um, hailing from all over the world. Yes? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can you hear you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So with this intimate, you know, connections with entrepreneurs, young entrepreneurs who live and breathe, um, you know, like becoming startup founders, I saw myself actually I can see myself doing exactly that. And so after a couple of years, I finally just, you know, um, splurged in and realized that actually um, I can make my message clearer and um, far, uh, I would say, louder if I know that what I'm doing speaks to many people many young people around the, the globe and to let them know that you know I see you, I feel you, I know what you're going through and we, we got this and I believe in you and I think um, yeah, I think that has become the journey, it's really my lived experiences that motivated me to um, embrace uh, you know, like becoming a startup founder and also um, developing everything from the scratch but it's not to mention that it's actually quite difficult because you know, um, there's a lot of challenges along the way like number one, you're your sole motivator, like you are the one who should always be optimistic no matter what happens and, you know, and especially during the pandemic like yeah. everyone's experiencing different um, challenges in life like personal professional life and you have to be that strong person for them that is always positive yeah to to make sure that you are motivating them that you are supporting them that you are assuring them that you know we can get through this it's because the you know the pandemic has hit so many homes like deaths or you know um um, financial di- difficulties, mental health problems, and so it was really difficult. But I think what helped us the most to, um, to I would say, to survive or to you know uh, manage to get through the pandemic is um, the undying hope and optimism that this is more crucial more than ever that we do our works so that the young people across the globe wouldn't thought helpless wouldn't feel that you know um we should be anxious or we should fear the future in fact this is the time that we should be more than ever be more engaged be more creative be more 
um, like vigilant as to how we will be shaping the world. So yeah, that's been my journey. I would say in a nutshell. I'm happy to talk if you you know have any any questions regarding at any phase of um, my sort of journey. Yeah, I, I I think this has really really been a kind of balanced story, um, you know, and your 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 I would say your skill set has also like expanded to the point where you are really really uh, um, perfectly suited for what you're doing right now with less events, um, less reinvent because you know you um, started working in the civil service. Um, 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 you know, thought leadership and all of that, and then transitioned into working in an accelerator where you saw a lot of, you know, high growth, um, high risk businesses being started, that kind of environment. Yeah. And, you know, so the, what's, what's, what you're doing right now is the kind of a mix and match of the boots, which literally just spans out of your experience in the boots world, which is really, really amazing. Um, yeah, so I think that my background as a project or slash program manager has helped me a lot in terms of understanding what the problem we're tackling is and also what are the, the solutions or the alternatives in order to, um, to bridge the gap. It's because, you know, as a startup, it means that you have to do a lot of things you have to wear different hats and sometimes you know sometimes you have to be a one-man team it happens you know um from time to time and so it's important to be highly flexible and to actually you know like have the passion and love for learning for you know like being in the unknown and being bold and courageous enough to um, get yourself into a place where it's very uncomfortable where you know it's very challenging because once you get through these obstacles like the success itself is so enriching you know like that's where you get the self-fulfillment I think that's what's lacking I would say you know in the previous jobs that I had before it's like once you do the job like that's it like there's not really that element of um self-actualization where you realize that um you've conquered a lot of things and you have managed to like show the world or show you know yourself especially that you are tough that you you can do anything and so um i think also as a project manager um it's important to know your stakeholders um you know you have the people working with you internally and externally and it's not a one size fits all kind of methodology it's important to understand the motivations um the interests like what what makes people tick in order in order for you to have a successful like solid um, foundation of working relationships with these people um and also it all uh, it means that being okay to you know feel to make the to make them feel um safe to open up even if like there are really let's say um, hard-hitting criticisms or, you know, like some thoughts that um, that doesn't, com- 
completely, I would say, um, make sense whenever you discuss it. But um, having the platform, the opportunity to have an open conversation really helps to um, ease, you know, the the environment um, and not feel the pressure too much. It's because at the end of the day, um, it's not just the success of like um, getting money or getting investment or um, launching a product. It's also the journey itself. Um, you know, like what it means is that did you enjoy working with these people? Have you made really significant connections? Have you invested your time to get to know them and to create an impact in their lives. And I think that's, that's the, the um, I would say, the far more better and longer term um, kind of impact that, that I am looking for. You know, like having these friendships along the way and not just having a very static, a very, you know, like pure, pure professional kind of relationships. Yeah, transactional relationships. Yeah. yeah, so it's really important to, yeah, like, you know, um, making an impact, making a difference in other people's lives. Like, that is one of my, I would say KPI or, you know, like the, the measurement of what success means. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I see that. I think um, you are on a very, very inspiring journey, um, you know, and I like your out outlook at life you know the way you look at life the way you look at impact um i think that's really, really inspiring um and so um there's a lot of programs that that's been run in lesser events um so i'm really really curious how um you are currently running these things um do you have like a team do you have like co-founders um i think you mentioned doing a lot of things as a solo founder so i'm assuming you're a solo founder so I, I I want to know um, on the money side how 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 do you try to scale out these things how do you you know make these programs happen yeah um, have you raised some funding are you planning to raise some funding how is that looking like yeah so well initially I actually had like two previous co-founders but I think startup life or co-founding something is not for everyone um, so it's really difficult right um, I. Th- Financially speaking, um, we we did bootstrap, you know, from the very beginning. Like okay. we literally pay off everything out of our own pockets, and we build up our portfolios that way. And okay. until the time came that we got encouraged by, I would say my um my friends who I used to you know work with in the accelerator like other entrepreneurs and um, you know there are a lot of um, I would say like proposals like hey let's collaborate like okay let's do it and then I would say that the portfolio that we have built was made because we were able to feel um, some gaps, especially in skills. Um, for example, I'm not an expert in um, environmental action. Although, yeah. you know, although I, I do have like indirect contribution to, um, to protecting our environment, but I'm far from being a technical expert. But um, because my background as well is in youth leadership or community and community development, um, I was able to 
offer that you know in the in the collaboration in the partnership and then my my um the other party would offer the technical um the expertise in the specific field and that's how we find the dynamics to make us a team uh, a team stronger so i think let's reinvent really thrive in collaborations like there's no i would say like limitations um as to what we want to do i think it's mainly like seeing how we add value um, to the partnership and also how do we make an impact how do we positively change your world i think like that those are the two points that we are looking in and so once we form these collaborations um we do um you know seek funding um or investment from various organizations or entities. So that's why um, in the past, our projects were funded by British Council um, and the WWF. And right now we are working on um, an online, uh, to produce an online course on diversity and inclusion to provide more, um, you know, um, resources, especially for those in other countries um, which has like different or varying issues of diversity and inclusion um, and also you know just kind of um, separate our, ourselves from the you know like rich uh, I would say pool of um, resources uh, found in the UK because the DNI issues in the in the UK is different to the ones I would say let's say um, in in Africa or in Asia or in Latin America. So that's where we are now. Like a we we partner up, we collaborate a lot, and secondly, um, we you know work with. Um, with funders or, uh, or investors who are um, who share our vision and who are actually, um, you know, very, I would say, confident about our skills and passion and the way we do things. And number three, um, it's it's all about, you know, like the journey and the people that we work with. Um, so yeah, I, I guess like that's the main points for us into how do we sustain um, Let's Reinvent as, as a business. Okay, okay. That's actually pretty straightforward. Um, I actually like the level of thoughts that, you know, you as a founder is, has been given, you know, to the business. Um, that's actually really, really remarkable. I think my very last question for you um is what is the biggest lesson you've learned so far you know building a startup that you like to pass on to another founder um hmm, what's the biggest lesson i think having the courage pay um paves so much opportunities um you know now and tomorrow what do i mean by this I just, you know, realized that sometimes we are bombarded by thoughts of insecurities, of questions, of, you know, like nagging, uh, like criticisms from other people and from our, from ourselves, um, and so, so, and so sometimes that, you know, like thoughts or the lack of like courage, kind of hinders us from achieving new heights of success and impact and sometimes we are overwhelmed by too many questions too many hesitations i would say that the biggest lesson 
so far that I have learned is just being bold and courageous and not think about the failures so much. Um, and also, I think it's really um, the drive and um, you know the the appetite for learning um, that is really crucial in order to thrive and also survive as a as a startup founder. Um, I would say as well that um, you know in in the previous I would say um, like uh, testing or um, community engagements that we had um, in terms of resolving you know like the pressing problems i.e. let's say gender um, equality or you know um, uh, like or equality in general um, many young people really feel that there's still so much to do but then if you ask them right so are you prepared to become a leader then would you would you do something start something um so that we can resolve the issue and like surprisingly the majority of the answers would be like no i'm not interested to be a leader like i would prefer to be um like a part of the of the group etc etc and so i just find it fascinating and you know seeing the data seeing the numbers um, of like, you know, like how do we solve the, the, the problem when not everyone feel courageous or not, I, w- I wouldn't say not everyone, but not so many feel so courageous and feel so bold to um, put it in their own hands to, um, you know, to own it and resolve the issue that they see in the world. And so I think that even though you know, let's say the young people do not pursue um, like being startup founders, but the courage it takes to tackle like an important um, like issue within their community or within our society is so important because we do not want to wait, let's say 250 years to close the gender gap, or we don't want to wait like five more generations to actually feel or you know like um provide the basic human rights for everyone like if you if you want to make this happen then you know like we should claim it that we are the answers um to these challenges and i and i think that um that has been the awakening um lesson for me it's that you know these problems that we have in the world is really big but if we don't see ourselves as the change makers as the you know solution doers then um yeah that's gonna be you know a vicious cycle of like um problems and you know like Who's we are passing yeah we are we are passing these challenges to um our children and the children of our children and so it i don't know um so it's there's a lot of you know things to, um or thoughts to think about and um you know, like hard-hitting lessons to be learned um, from from this experience, and you know, from my personal experience, um, this has been something that I have um, learned eventually. Um, because at first, I did not want to be a startup founder until I realized, like, no, I should do it. Like, I can do it, um, and so I'll just do it. Um, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, on um, Josh, I like to say thank you so so much, Bien, for you know coming on the couch today this has been an interesting conversation what do you think 
Yeah, I mean, I'm really happy to you know share my thoughts and hopefully to inspire anyone、um, who will listen、uh, to this podcast.、Um, sure. I think it's really important to、um, to share you know like the pros and cons and also some nuggets of inspiration so that we can maybe.、Um, Change or, or inspire someone along the process, and I really hope that you know、um, your podcast becomes a massive success, Latana. Um, I hope that you're able to also, you know, um, have a lot of meaningful conversations with other startup founders. I'm sure that many people have different stories to share, and、yeah. you know, like these stories should be magnified so that. We can spread more positivity, more inspiration、um, that keeps us united, keeps us motivated, and、um, and you know, and make sure that we are sustaining a world full of opportunities, especially for for young people,、um, for everyone across the globe.、Um, so yeah,、uh, thank you so much for inviting me, and I hope that I was able to share some.、Um, You know,、uh, some of my stories、uh, to your listeners today. Yeah, yeah, this has really, really been amazing, just like you said.、Um, and so, if you are, you know, anywhere you are in the world,、um, and you are really interested in change making, and, and if you've listened to this episode, you would, you know, understand the core, the importance, and you know, the the impact that you know less reinvest. It's it's really really making so、um, really in the space of like climate solutions, skill building,、um, tech adaptation,、um, creative community building, all of that, right? So make sure to check out lessreinvent.org, and you know you would see a lot of things that you might you know want to be part of, especially their programs, you know. And every single week, you know, we bring you amazing people who just like being on the couch. To you know, share their products, share their product journeys, share their product stories. So make sure to subscribe. Make sure to share this episode with your friends if you felt inspired by this. And until next time, see ya. Okay.